Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the people of the world together. And when we hear the voices of women, when we listen to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our cultures without differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Irada Gadirova. Irada is a Ukrainian girl and a student of public administration at the city of Kharkiv. Irada is a representative of student self-government at her faculty and also a member of youth public organizations. She likes to engage in community activities and volunteering. Irada prefers Ukrainian literature as well as American detectives. She loves dancing, playing the piano, and Western music. Irada, how are you today? Thank you. I'm fine, and I was so looking for for our meeting, and I really I'm so impressed by words about your mother. You know, sometimes men think uh, it's so cringy to say nice something nice about mother or about general in general about women, but I believe uh, that the strength of person is that he can be inspired by someone. Thank you. You're absolutely so kind. And I'm very curious about you as well as a person. So I want to know more. And I will begin with this nice first question, which is, if your friends, the people who know you best, could describe your personality, what would they say about you? My friends would say, I'm sure they would say that I'm gregarious, I'm straightforward, I'm intelligent, uh, but sometimes I think that I'm silly. And um, they always say me that I'm a productive person, but I don't think so, and I think that my problem is my procrastination. And, you know, um, yep, I think that procrastination is our common issue with many people, because during the coronavirus period, we started to postpone everything for later. And, you know, as a result, we got used to it. And now it's so difficult to return to the system where you uh, lived uh, today and you full all days with different pleasure emotions. Uh, you could uh, visit your relatives without problems because now it's really hard. I agree 100%. And I know you have gone through such difficult situations, so many things like that. And we will speak about it a bit later. But first, stay in focus about you. And yes, like you said, procrastination is for most humanity a very big problem. What motivates you to be so involved in so many activities and volunteering work? What is the reason for you? I think uh, that the best motivation for me is my past because I've suffered a lot of struggles on my way, a lot of difficulties. And when I was a child, I was absolutely, definitely uh, secluded, unconfident and insecurity. And it was a problem for me. And now I want to change myself. I want to be the best version of myself. And I challenge myself every day. I push myself, push myself. 
and I get new skills and I develop myself. That's really, really interesting. And to understand you more, because you said other people think and say, oh my God, you're so productive, but you think you have procrastination. Is it because they imagine that you're a superwoman who is always productive and don't understand it? Or are you, even with your procrastination, more productive than most people? So people are even more procrastinating than you. What's your opinion? Oh my gosh, it's a really interesting question. I don't know. I like uh, all alternatives, uh, what you said. And I think, yeah, procrastination is uh, my problem. And I really, I postpone some things for future times, but I do my best. I really, I try. I study a lot and I don't think that I'm Wonder Woman or something like that, but I try. I develop myself and I get new skills, I learn languages, etc. And I think uh, it will help me uh, in my future because, you know, I want to be a politician and I can't uh, be um, so uh, unconfident, so shy. And sometimes uh, I think that, yep, I have uh, two sides of myself and one side is one side is positive and one side is negative. And sometimes a negative side says me, uh, Irad, what's going on? What are you doing? You're crazy. You don't deserve for it. And uh, the positive side says me every day, uh, you, Irad, you've accomplished so much. You're talented. And if you want to be a politician, you can't be so shy. For example, if I... Um, I was uh, really afraid of uh, looking uh, to the people's eyes, but now I decided that no, I need uh, looking for looking in the people's eyes because it uh, makes me better. It makes me stronger than I was. I really, really adore this attitude. I agree with you very much, and you're always developing. But also, I'm curious: why do you want to be a politician? And what inspired this desire? Were you a little girl? You saw some politicians that you thought they're so confident and they have so much ability to help people. Or is it because you thought if I want to develop my country, that is a very important way to do it? Or how did this desire and goal begin? Uh, you know, I am uh, an independent person inside and I think my parents had a hard time with me as a child because I always had my own thoughts, my own opinions and beliefs that no one, no one could destroy. And I consider it a huge strength when you're independent and you don't uh, succumb to someone's spells or something like that. And independent people are difficult to manage. Uh, so maybe this is the reason why Ukrainians cannot be um, conquered by someone. And, you know, after the occupation of territories in my country in uh, 2014, I clearly understood that I love my country and I, I'm proud to be Ukrainian. And after the, afterwards, I decided to be a politician or a public figure and to help my country. Um, I wanted to help my country. And when I watched the news, as the last train was going from Kyiv to Crimea, uh, my heart was really broken. And I was very disappointed. But I, my patriotism grew even more. And on February 24, uh, when Russian terrorists entered the territory of my country, especially of the Kharkiv region, I was ready. I was ready for it. I know that was such a hard day and still so much unfair hardship created after that. All I can say is Slava Ukraini. Thank you, Graham Slava. And since you mentioned February 24th, 
Can you share how did you experience that day? You said you were ready for it, but when the day started, how did you hear the news of the war? How did you feel? Did you believe it at first or not? And then what happened in your life in that period until today? Uh, you know, I'm so ambitious person. And um, maybe on 21st February, I was filled with my energy. And my parents were worried about war and I supported them. I try to support everyone. And, you know, it really gives me pleasure. When I'm afraid of, or, or I something difficult happens, I start helping others and I become happy. I feel better when I support others. And for me, volunteering um, is a special stage of my developing. And uh, volunteering, it's uh, really so important for me. Uh, this uh, deal uh, has appeared in my life since the beginning of the you know, full-scale invasion of Russia in my country. And uh, it's important for me now to support the soldiers because these people uh, protect me. And I know that uh, there are at the front and there are living people and they uh, also have a sense of fear for their life. And um, I really, I respect them so much and I want to help them with all my, all my soul and all my heart. I agree 100%. They're the protectors and the defenders of your country. And so far, they have been so patriotic and have done such an amazing job. And you spoke about your love for helping people that when you feel negative emotions or hard times, you help people and that makes you feel calm and happy, etc. Do you do that? Because when you see other people happy, you are a people pleaser and so their happiness gives you happiness? Or do you do it because of a sense that if you create more positivity in the world therefore you are being a good person and it means you can always believe there are good people in the world not only bad people or if so how did you deal sometimes growing up with being nice and helping some people who maybe are ungrateful and break your heart and disappoint you and don't really value the help that you do because everybody who is helpful, sometimes they meet some people who are ungrateful and it's a disappointing experience. So two things. Do you help people to feel because you love their happiness? Do you help people so that you believe there is good things in this world and good people? And how did you deal with people who maybe did not appreciate you when you are kind, supportive and helpful? You said about happiness, you know, I think that happiness is something temporary, it's like euphoria. And for me, uh, helping, uh, it's not about happiness. Uh, however, I think that I'm an uh, altruistic person and I try to help each other. But I think uh, that I grew up in the strong society and, yeah, it's my mission to help people. And I want to be a politician because I want to help them. I want to support them. I want to protect them. And um, now in this difficult situation, in the in the struggles, I want to support them with all my heart, with all my soul. Uh, I want to support them and I want to uh, do my best, do something or what I can to do to support them. Thank you. That is absolutely fantastic. And then even more, what do you think about the war that has stayed for so long now? There are many Ukrainians 
who maybe started their education, new jobs, new life in Europe, Canada, the U.S., all over the world. Do you feel that because they started a new life and maybe they hear news that the economy would be bad in Ukraine, so much infrastructure destruction, they may not return, maybe only send money and support from abroad? Or do you feel and think and maybe even know some Ukrainians who are waiting for victory to return no matter what? What's your perspective? I absolutely believe in our victory, in Ukrainian victory, and uh, I respect all Ukrainians. And I think all Ukrainians are so ambitious, uh, they are so independent, and I respect them so much. And I think uh, that, uh, remember the problem of Ukraine, that Ukrainian uh, Ukraine is an independent co- country, uh, and uh, we always will love our country. We like Ukrainian Kazakhs. Uh, we are independent and it's so difficult to manage us. So I think uh, this uh, this destroy of in- in- infrastructure in my city, it's nothing because uh, everything will be fine and we will uh, build uh, the most uh, incredible buildings than it was and everything will be fine. Uh, the main idea now is our victory. I agree 100%. And I love your confidence, so I want to ask about that. There are many girls and women in the world who feel low self-confidence. Maybe they have ideas, they could change, maybe they desire to be politicians, but they let low confidence stop them. She thinks, oh, I'm a shy girl, I will never be able to be a successful politician, or like you spoke about, Maybe she doesn't feel comfortable looking people in the eyes, etc. What is your advice to girls from all over the world so that they can gain more independence, become stronger, more confident, and realize their dreams and share their voices loud, even though maybe they feel very shy, they feel low confidence at the moment? What is advice or a plan or what to do to become more like you? Oh my God, you know, it's a really great question. And I was always insecure. I was always uh, unconfident. And I suffered a lot from this. It was difficult for me to look people in the eye because I was shy. And uh, I believe this happened to me um, long before the coronavirus. Uh, Maybe it was in my childhood. My parents divorced and it was difficult for me. Uh, Not because they divorced, uh, because I had to prove my love to them. Uh, they didn't want to communicate with each other, and I was uh, like a mediator of the dialogue. And you know, I had no one, no one to tell about everything that happened, and I lived uh, all struggles inside myself. And there were uh, many different processes in my soul, and I couldn't understand them. And even now, when I, uh, when I'm at the depths of my depression, I sometimes uh, can't figure it out. But I try. And I think when a person experiences difficulties, he becomes strong. It doesn't matter uh, what nature these struggles are. Uh, for example, when I have, uh, when I was having a hard time as a child, I had no one to talk to, and I started talking to God and praying. Uh, I am a Christianity, and I started to go to church. Yeah, by Christianity, but I respect all religions, and I think uh, that every religion reveals uh, our humanity and. Um, maybe something uh, like love. And I realized that all the difficulties uh, that the universe sends me uh, make me better. And um, 
When I was on the deep, at the deeps of my depression, uh, no one could help me. Only I, only I could help myself and save myself. Uh, how? I just opened the door in myself. I understood what I want uh, and uh, which things uh, bring me pleasure. And sometimes, uh, yep, I said it was so difficult for me to look people in the eye. So I decided I will always look only in the eye. And... Um, You know, everything I do is like a killer shot because I kill all self-doubt in myself. And, for example, if I'm afraid to go on a stage and speak in public, it means that I have to constantly, frequently go out in public and speak. And I really uh, like purposeful people, maybe. And I think that sometimes we need to be like a cockroach, regardless you're a uh, woman or a uh, man. Because, um, for example, when some, someone wants to destroy you or people envy your success or you don't believe in yourself and this doubt destroy you, you Uh, always get what you want. Why? Because you're like a cockroach and you just multiply and go forward to a goal and you achieve it. And I was so unconfident, but I decided, no, I want to be a politician and politician uh, can't be so shy. I uh, need to uh, speak a lot, to speak a lot with people, communicate with them. And it's my problem was, but now I think uh, that I'm confident. I love that. Every woman who gains her confidence and goes through the struggle, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of her. And everyone, I encourage every woman in the world to find her power. And now to speak even more about you and about the situation in Ukraine, especially you as a politician, you'll probably follow the geopolitical situation. What do you think is the state of the war right now? What do you expect to happen in this year, what is going on, especially the difficult times that can happen for many Ukrainians where maybe they don't have electricity often and it's cold weather, it's freezing and all that. What will happen according to you and what's your analysis of the political situation? Uh, it's so difficult for me to think about the future, but yep, it's uh, difficult to live without electricity, but I think It makes me uh, it makes me uh, strong than I was, and now I yeah I have experience to live without electricity without some something else. Uh, but we are Ukrainians, we are independent, and I think uh, that the new year uh, will be so productive for us, for Ukrainians, because uh, now we are like European country, and we need to create a relationship with. Uh, Uh, representatives from Europe, and I think everything will be fine. So I, yep, I believe in it. Thank you so much. And for now, can you describe a day in your life during now the war? How do you wake up? When do you wake up? What do you do during the day? How do you study? Can you tell me and share moments from a Ukrainian girl who is living through the war? And how is a normal day for you? Uh, I try to wake up with a sense of humor. And even uh, if I had no electricity, I try to be happy and everything will be fine. I know I, I'm sure in it. And now I, I'm on holiday and I try to, to relax more, watch Netflix, etc. Uh, and I learn in 
in foreign languages, I learn uh, English, and now I studied non-Hebrew because I really I like the culture of this country of Israel, and you know um, I think it's worth paying attention that Israel has been suffering from the war since the first day of its existence. And the country uh, is fighting for its place to be right now. And I respect the women uh, who serve in the Israel army. And I believe, I think uh, that uh, in the future, Ukrainian uh, women also will uh, serve in the army. Thank you so much, Irada. And then it makes me even more curious. You're now studying in Ukraine. In the future, or even this year, would you consider studying and finishing your education abroad before returning to Ukraine or maybe doing an Erasmus exchange or such a thing? Or do you decide to stay in Ukraine during the war? How is your opinion about this? How is the situation, especially that many Ukrainian people are studying abroad to further their education before returning? So what would be your choice? I support uh, the students who are now uh, learning and get some knowledge abroad. I really I respect it, but I decided that I will finish uh, my university only uh, in Ukraine, in my city, and uh, yep, I want to be a politician, a public figure, and I want to uh, do uh, uh, something useful for my country, and I don't want to go abroad but i think it's really a great opportunity to develop yourself and to communicate with representatives from different countries and now uh, in ukraine yep i try to communicate with the representatives from another countries uh, and uh, it's so it's really so interesting for me and erasmus it's a so great project for me but uh, i don't i have no idea if i will or no uh, i decided to be in ukraine thank you so much Irada it was honestly my privilege and my honor to have you here in this project today I really enjoyed your unique personality your confidence your desire to support your country and to be a politician who helps people and all I can say is Slava Ukraini and I wish victory for Ukraine. Thank you so much, Geron Slava. It was really great uh, conversation for me and I really am so happy. Mm-hmm.